This is Dr. Will Wong, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7, with your host, Eric Fiorello. Bravo! The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. And as we always do, we stand up and take a deep breath through the nose, out through the mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. The The two words, I am, repeat anything that you want after I am. And they will begin to sink and make weight into your subconscious mind. Now, this is not going to happen in 24 hours. I mean, you can change things, but you're going to have to take one affirmation, which I usually do, and say it for 30 days. And I don't mean just once in the morning and once before you go to bed. Today, I'll tell you what was I doing all day today. This is what was revolving in my head. I write down this affirmation every morning ten times. It's got to be a white pad, blue pen. And it says, I am so happy and grateful now that money comes to me. Um, Let me see, how does that go? Uh, In continuous quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. So that is what's scooting around in my head all the time. And I'm saying that five, ten times when I'm out driving or whatever I'm doing. So, you know, when you start talking to yourself that way, things are going to happen. I am so grateful and happy now that money comes to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. You see how that just comes right off me? Another thing I say with that every day, I go back and forth with them. And I could say these for 5, 10, 15 minutes. You get lost in this stuff. And I say, I am, do you hear what I'm saying? I am a powerful money magnet. Those words right there with the other phrase are so powerful. And they will make big changes in your life. we got the great Stevie Shanks coming in here momentarily. And I was telling Stevie just a little bit. If you've listened to the solo shows, Steve Cotter and I just did a show. And it it hammered. And Steve and I, Paul Gray especially, we really get into this stuff. Especially Steve Cotter and I, because Steve and I listen to a lot of the same individuals. We write a lot of things. I've got stuff written all over the place. I was telling Stevie, all the things I'm doing, you know, whether it's with John McKean, Matt Dahl, Sand Dune, on my own, um, like Stevie... And many others here, very creative individuals. And one thing I like about Stevie, because it sounds just like me, doing some magnificent things, but you don't know he's doing them. (laughs) And that's what I'm doing, too, because everybody's like, put video out. I was like, no, it's not proven yet to me to put video out. And to be honest with you, it's just me most of the time. 
it's very hard to run a camera and train like a beast. And if it comes down to training or a camera, guess who wins? Because I don't have a lot of, um, what do I want to say, patience when I'm training. Camera would be a bad move because I wouldn't want to take a $500 camera and throw it 100 feet and destroy it. So when the time's right, we will do it. But this is what I like. You quietly do great things and don't say anything. And when it's time, it's time. Then you unleash it on the world. So, so think about all these things. Think about being great. Think about this. That, you know, how many times have I said on the shows, you know, my whole thing, whom I get married with, should I get married, will be an Italian redhead. Why? I'm Italian. And I like the fire in him. You know, I am a wealthy Italian with a beautiful redheaded wife with a red Ferrari. You talk to yourself that way, folks. Talk about your lifting. You know, I want to lift a 418-pound Husafel stone and walk at 50 meters with ease. Write it down every day. But we're going to get into this more and more, and I'm sure Stevie and I will be making reference to a lot of things as we go along in the show. But I want to get moving here. Um, also, too, Fiorello Barbell Company, uh, FiorelloBarbellCo.com. We're going to be redoing that site. That will be coming very soon. Uh, Winners and Champions, that is my premier product. There's 14 modules on there. You really want to get down and dirty with something and really learn it? You got everything from the base all the way to the top. Power rack, stone training, sandbag training, basics. I mean, um, yeah, you can go out and pay $10,000 for a plan that looks pretty. You can pay, I think it's like $400 for mine. It ain't pretty, but it will show you what to do, and you will get results. And then you end up being able to train till the day they put you in the ground. That, to me, is what it's all about. So go out and look at that. Also, too... Um, our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. That is investment in both FBC and M&M. There's a $25, $50, investment. Um, that goes right to my PayPal account, and every dime of that goes into the business. Every dime. And the way I look at it right now is this. We are pushed very hard to make it every month. That's not a problem for me. I'll do whatever I need to do for us to be successful, bigger and better than anyone, especially down the road. But I know most people now are charging subscription. I don't want to do that. I want you to buy my product, Winners and Champions, or contribute the money. Break down $25, $50, or $100 over 12 months. You spend more than that on coffee, I'm sure. And I know the feedback I get. Give something back. We give plenty, which I have no problem with, but, you know, life is not give, give, give. Stevie and I talked about this a little while ago. You might have great intentions, and you might want to do this, that, and the other thing, but I can tell you from experience, not a lot of it comes back. A lot of people, they might mean well, but they talk a good game. I don't talk a good game. I make sure when I talk, I provide what I say. That is your character. That is what you are based on. That's what I base you on. If you don't perform, we can still be friends, but that's as far as it will go. I won't do business like that anymore. It's not healthy. So think about all those things. Come on board with us. Also, too, MotivationMuscle.com. We do have a new website up. 
We are uh, turning the screws in it every bit, changing. Um, but the main thing now, it's really nicely done. Douglas Graham did it with, along with myself. Um, and we've got a lot more to do with it. But there's a new base there. It looks really, really good. So I hope you'll go out and look at motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Look at all the shows Stevie and I have done. There's just masterpieces out there. You know, we just got done doing Fathers and Sons with Carmen and Joe Caputo. Go out and listen to the show with Jack and Stevie. And Jack Shanks was a total surprise to me that day, which was even better. Stevie never, ever told me his dad was coming on. It just happened Jack was there or showed up. We brought him in. It was enjoyable as hell for me. Not only to talk to both men. But, you, you, you know, you, you see how sons take on father's characteristics, you know? Same with Carmen and Joe. And, you know, when you heard Carmen and Joe talk, especially Joe, you know, making reference to his father, that's what I said in all these. There's a deep love in these men and their sons. I, I, I mean, I miss my father like you can't believe. And I love talking about this stuff because it makes me think back to my dad but let me tell you something. And, you know, I know people say, well, well, don't take anything for granted. You know, if something's going on, go up and say to your father, I love you. Or whatever it is, and vice versa, to clear the air. Because, man, oh, man, there's just too many people nowadays that are so stubborn and angry about everything. And then you lose somebody. You can't go back, man. You can't go back. So think about that when you listen to this show. Also, too, um, sign up for a free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. That'll take you to my MailChimp account, and you know the content here. It's huge. Also, too, donate. Well, it's an investment. Come on in. Buy some advertising. You got something you're going to run, something you're going to do. Remember, this show goes all over the universe now, and we are working with some different people. We're trying to get this show in Asia now, too. Um, that's why maybe things you see toned down here a little bit in some respects. I'm doing so much stuff behind the scenes. We have to grow this so it explodes even more. Um, don't forget about our, um, etched in stone and etched in stone for kids. I got to thank everybody and I keep thanking you and keep spreading the word. That etched in stone page is just popping just like Eminem and FBC now too. People are starting to really notice us more than ever. And I thank everybody that's pushed the stuff out. And I've been contacted that this one, that one told us about you. We wanted to hear you. I I can't tell you my gratitude towards you all. Gratitude is a big, big thing. Also, too, one more thing. Don't forget about 8xclub.com. Don G. Fardino and I are working on his project. When you go out and type in either in Facebook or on 8xclub.com, MM19, you'll get $45 off an 8X kit. We've sold a lot of them. We want to sell a lot more of them. So go out there. MM19 gets you your 8X kit. So, and you can also, too, there is a phone number on 8xclub.com. You can call Donnie, and believe me, he will call you back. He is uh, legit. A lot of people don't. Doesn't matter. Just go with the people that are with you, man. And they can lead you to other people that are the same way. You want that type of caliber in your camp. It's so important. YouTube. Our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, real power. And on that note, I'm going to give you a little information on some real power. 
Let's see. Steve, he's a strong man, stone lifter, musician, and the son of legendary stone lifter Jack Shanks. And um, I'm calling like him and everybody that's into the stones, no matter what. I all call him Stone Strong now. Um, that's a couple new words we've been saying around here. I'm sure it's been out. I've never heard it or read it. But like so many others out there, these gentlemen and ladies are stone strong. And, of course, they lift barbells and all that. But it's a lot of fun to witness and talk to them. And, Stevie, you know it's an honor. Welcome back to M&M, sir. It's been way too long, but thanks for being on with me today. Hey, Eric. It's good to be on the show again. Thank you. I'm afraid that the great Stevie Shanks couldn't make it tonight, so you're going to have to settle for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, um, is there, I, I know with, with the gathering and what you're up to now, with the uh, the cars, the trucks. Um, is there a website, anything you want anybody to go out before we start in? We're going to do the catch-up with tomorrow, and we're and hopefully you can uh, maybe enlighten us a little more on the gathering coming up in August. So take it away, brother. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well I mean, for anybody interested in, in, in the Stones, uh, well, particularly the, the Denny Stones, I've created a website called thedennystones.com. And it gives you all the information on the history of the stones, who's lifting them, who has lifted them, you know, how you go about lifting them. There's so much information on there. And I'll also link to all the other websites that are stone related. So we're all kind of sort of networking now and connecting with each other on, on, on the stone scene. So it's, it, it's, it's going great. I mean, the, the, the website's getting so many hits from yep. so many quarries about the Denny stones. You know, there's a constant stream now of guys coming through wanting to take them on. And not everybody's succeeding. So it's, you know, because it, it's, it's one of those challenges that, you know, because there's more have done it now, you almost feel like, is it watering it down? But it's not because there's some really strong guys are coming along and yep. failing, you know, and I'm sorry to see it happening, but it also shows just how difficult a challenge it is, you know. So it's everything's in good shape with the Denny's at the minute. And with the gathering coming up now, there's so much going on there. It's, it's kind of gone up a notch now because we're only two months away. So, you know, everything's kind of... I've taken everything up a notch now in terms of the organization on it. It's great, great times ahead. Um, talk about what's going on with you, what you're going to be lifting. Ha! <laughs> uh, well, let me just, before I bring you in, when you hear what Stevie's up to, um, when we're just talking about it off air, to me it's mind-blowing because I was asking him, how do you prepare? So I didn't mean to cut you off, brother, yep. but I want to I wanna segue into this. So, Tell everybody what's going on, what you've been doing to do this, and obviously it goes back into your father's life. So take it away. It does. Well, I, I, as you know, I've been, I mean, I was about eight years old when Dad first lifted the Denny Stones, and it's been a big part of my life ever since. A bit, it's an even bigger part now. But there was something that happened way back then. I can't remember what age it was. It was probably about nine or ten when this happened. But it was it was after Dad had done his carrying the stones. Uh, there was there was press came to came to his work, and my father was a policeman, so it was the local police sort of magazine came to his office, and they were interviewing him about the stones. But Dad was obviously sitting in his shirt and tie as he did, and they said, "Do something strong." <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you're in an office, so I mean, you're not going to lift like fifty pencils or something. You know, that there's not a lot in an office that you can say is you could do that would be something strong. So what he did was he had a couple of ropes in his car. Yep. And he had a couple of D-shaped handles that he had had made when he was first making his replica stones in the car. So he went out and there was there was a wee mini, a mini car, and my dad's was something like a mini. 
So he, he, he parked them back to back, lashed a bit of rope and a handle onto each of them around the chassis and picked them up. <laughs> and then there was a girl who worked in the office. He stuck her in the roof of one and picked them up with her in the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, and it's been kicking around our house forever. So, But it's just in the back of my mind, particularly since, you know, I've started all this with, with lifting myself. I just love to recreate the, the photograph, you know. So tomorrow at 11 a.m., I'm going up. My friend has sourced two old minis from the 70s. Yep. Exactly the same cars, the type of cars that Dad lifted. So I'm going to park them up back to back. I'm going to stick ropes around the chassis, and I'm going to try and pick them up. And if that's successful, then Heather's going on the roof, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I love it, man. I mean, you know something, Stevie? You just got – you're such an inspiring guy, man. Um, and, 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 you know, it, you know, I just talked about Carmen and Joe and you and your dad being on here. You know, I don't have to tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyways. Um, you're a very lucky man. You really oh, are. Um I- yeah. To to not only do the Dinnies as your dad did, who was a pioneer with Jim, obviously, um, to be able now and repeat with lifting those vehicles, I just think that is just so slick. And then, you know, obviously, I'll say it, I believe you will lift them, and then you can have Heather right there with you, too. I mean... Well, I haven't done it yet, but we'll say, yeah. I'm, well, I'm confident that I'll lift the cars. I think that'll be okay. Well, let me ask you this. How are you feeling? I feel great tonight. Honestly, I feel like I can lift the house. I've just... My, my, my training, I, I kind of went away for about a month away skiing, and, you know, I, I ripped it up and was playing with a band, so I was partying and banging yep. drums, and, you know, doing stuff that that's not conducive to a strong life. <laughs> Was, but when I, when I come back from, from that, I mean, I, I put my head down, worked hard, and I had this, this goal in my mind, you know, for in around June time when I had a break from, from gigging. Yeah. So I've been working quietly in the background, and I took a bit of a lead from, from Mark Haydock, you know, because Mark's a big advocate of the, the trap bar. Yes, sir. And the, the, the elevated trap bar puts you in the same position as I will be when, when I'm standing between the cars. So I've been focusing on that, and uh, the, the Kennedy lift, you know, to, to, just to try and get my... But just just to lift as much weight as I possibly can. Yep. And that's yep. why I, I stuck a wee video, but I haven't really put much up about it because I've been just making sure that when I do go to do it, that I don't fail. You won't. But uh, I, I did, did, did stick a wee video up there, I think it was last week or week before, because we, what we decided to do was just see how heavy we could actually go because I got a new trap bar that holds a bit of weight. So we, we loaded it up to 400 kilos now. I, I couldn't hold on to it. Having said that, I mean, I, I didn't use my thumbs. I just wanted to hold it, you know, yep. with, with a natural grip. So I didn't even try yep. my thumbs. My once my natural grip started to go, I just stuck the straps on, which is actually the first time I've used them in about five years. So, but I, I just it wasn't about grip. It was just about how much can I physically hold on my shoulders, you know? Yeah. I've got four hundred kilos, and I didn't stand up and lock out with, but I got it off the blocks. Yep. So can I get into tomorrow? It, it really helped my my, my my state of mind get into it. So I feel quite confident. Yeah. I uh, don't know what the cars weigh. I'm sure they'll probably be about 283, about 660 pounds each. Yep. Uh, maybe 700. I don't know, but we'll see. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but you know something? You and I both know you are used to lifting an object on each side of you or in front of you, yeah. right? So you've got that. But secondly, look, you know, fathers and sons, sons and fathers, um, you've been um, – witnessing your father since probably you can remember mentally and visionary 
of seeing what he's done. Uh, maybe when you're a little man, little boy, it didn't resonate to you as it does now, but obviously it did because you've been thinking about this, what, you're eight years old when you witnessed this? Um, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, Stevie, so, you know, anybody that tells you your eyes and your mind aren't soaking good, bad, or indifferent doesn't know what they're talking about. This is what we're talking about all the time. You and I said that when we were off air. Is it going to be a positive? Is it going to be a negative? Are you going to be an opportunist? Are you going to see things as opportunities? Or is everything going to be pessimism in your life? And I say this to people, and people get pissed off at me. It's like, you know what? Why are you upset about it? I'll tell you why. I believe the majority of all this is created by fear. And I think a lot of people are frightened. Now, what you're doing, to me, I'd love to be there helping you out any way I could. I think... When you see feats of strength like that, when you see a son wanting to emulate his father, who's done such great things for the strength world, yeah, the dinnies, the lifting of this, great stuff. But the thing is, he's been out there for X number of years now, promoting, showing up, lending a hand, shaking a hand, maybe saying, obviously, some nice things about people. Just taking the time to talk to people. This is a lost art, Stevie. This is a lost art everywhere now, and it's so good to see this. Now, let me ask you this. And, by the way, thank you for Mark's uh, email because I want to get Mark back on here, obviously. Um, This is what I want to ask you because Mark and I have gone over this a number of times. And I'm more and more convinced all the time using the trap bar. Do you think, in your opinion – Whether we're talking Atlas stones, I know there's different ones because everybody says to me, well, the trap bar is really only set up to get stronger for the Denny stones. I I don't believe that. I mean, it's it's a monster piece of equipment, and one of the greatest things I love about it, especially if you've had an injury tear or an an injury, you're in a supination hold. That is much healthier for your biceps. In fact, all of my curling now – I bought an old log style. It, it's steel. Okay. Um, it doesn't have like the big circular tubing around it like you see or the wooden ones. I use that strictly. It's a 45-pound bar, and it feels every bit, and it is chunky, beasty, heavy. I only use that to curl with now. And, okay. what you mean. Yeah. and one other thing, brother. I've gone back to the old York Barbell Picnic Curling where when they had the curling contest, your uh-huh. back was against the wall. Yes, on a piece of paper behind your head. Yes, sir. And you know <laughs> what? I'm yeah. not against going and doing cheat barbell curls. If you want to do that, you want to load up. But I'm yeah. telling you right now, you use that log bar I've got with your back right against that cement garage wall, oh, yeah. you, you, you're not going to be curling what you used to curl. That's all I can say. Um that- but it's and the IAWA where I lift. Uh, yeah. That's what that's what one of the lifts that we have. It's called the strict curl. Yeah. And the rules are your heels have to be roughly six inches from the wall. Your your back has to be against the wall. Yes, sir. A piece of paper behind your head. Yeah. And if the paper falls, because that's the first thing you do is you tend to put your head forward. Yeah. You know and counterbalance the weight. And the minute that come, paper comes away, no lift. You lose. That's it. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Getting ready for yeah. this big feat of strength. How much, in your opinion, Yeah. obviously you were doing other movements, I'm sure, um, but 
what did the trap bar to you play a big role in what you're going to do here? Yeah, it did. Because the reason that I went to the trap bar for this particular lift is because when you're standing between the two cars, yep. what I'm doing is I'm lashing a piece of rope onto the chassis of each car. Yep. And I'm putting a handle on, on each of the each of the ropes. So I'm yep. going to have a handle in each hand. The handles are, are D-shaped. Yep. So they are with, with, with the, the, the straight edge to the top. Yep. So it, it pretty much replicates the position you're in. Okay. When you're in the trap bar or vice versa, the trap bar replicates the position you're going to be in when you're lifting the cars. Yep. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect for this. You know, and I've managed to now to be able to lift some pretty big weights on it. And the, the thing was, when, it, when I got my new trap bar, the old trap bar was, was a one-inch sure. for plates. Yep. And I managed to work up to 341 kilos, which is about 750 pounds. Yeah. Without or anything, I was able to hold on to that okay. Yep. yep. But with, with thicker handles on the, on, the, on the thicker trap bar. Yep. I just, I'm not finding it as easy to hold on to, but I, I think I better work out. I'll get the numbers up. But the, the beauty of it is that the D-shaped handles are the same thickness as my old trap bar. Okay. It's a really comfortable size for me to hold on to. So I, 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 mean, I, I certainly won't be using straps tomorrow. I mean, if I, if I get stuck, I'll stick my thumbs in. But I, I think I'll be okay. Oh, I think so too, man. You're prepared. You're ready. Um, and, you know, when you when you made reference to it being away for about a month, um, I, think, I think a lot of times that's a good thing to do. Um, I, when you're pushing the limits all the time mentally physically spiritually sometimes you need to get away um and and in a way that maybe you disconnect totally you're never totally disconnected but i think what a lot of people find out you know you hear i got burnout or whatever well no not really what it is is maybe your body was telling you and mentally he was telling me, hey, you know, I just got to kind of get away from this a little bit. I still got it in my mind. I could be rehearsing things, you know, in my mind, whatever, however you got to do it. But sometimes you have to just take that little break. Now, Stevie comes back. Look what he's doing. <laughs> you know, so that's what I'm saying. Um, you need to do that. But you also know to need to know to be smart enough when it's time to draw the bridge so to speak and get back and you know and and be renewed and ready to go no matter what because we just know that you know mentally and physically and your spirit i mean this can be very tedious on you and especially if you're going and having these workouts where you're hitting the wall like workout after workout after workout it creates an awful lot of doubt and when you can't rise to the occasion you're you're in a, you're in a bit of a predicament that you're going to have to dig yourself out of. Now we know that was a big um, movement for what you're going to do. Um, yeah. What 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 other things were you doing, Steve? If you want to talk about, it, if not, what other stuff do you feel helped enhance your success tomorrow? In my opinion, I have been doing a lot of work on a lift called the Kennedy lift. Okay. Uh, the, the Kennedy lift is like a Jefferson. It's exactly the same yep. position, except yep. that you elevate the body 18 inches. Yep. yep. And I've been doing a lot of work on that because in the IAWA, what's the USA? It's the, it's the US uh, branch. Uh, they're the only ones that have that as an official lift. Yep. And the heaviest that's ever been lifted by anybody of any age, any weight, any size is 755 pounds. Wow. So now it's it's I'm not get to do it because I'm a member of the of the, the, the British organization, but just, just as just for a personal thing, just for me, I just wanted to get myself up yep. to seven 
done seven forty one. Holy cow! Uh, so I think I think I'm within shouting distance of it, you know. And I'll, I'll keep working on it. It's just it's it's not that I want to beat anybody or be better than anybody else. It's just I just it's a, it's a it's that whole thing of what's the point in training if you're not training for to reach a target or a goal? Yeah, you know, I always yeah. like to have something ahead of me that I'm that I'm kind of striving for. So I think that the combination of the Kennedy lift. Yep. And do this trap bar stuff. I mean, there was a couple of guys come up. Now, there's there's seven seven lifters taking on the Denny Stones on Monday. Yep. From about midday. Yep. And two of the guys are from Ireland. Yep. And I, 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 obviously, they, they came through me. They, they, they helped get get the date set up, etc. And I, just in conversation with them, I'd asked them what, what sort of pre- preparation they'd done. And the guys hadn't done any, any work on the rings at all. Wow. They'd just been using, you know, bars and trap bars and stuff. Like, guys, you, you need to... Think about maybe getting your hands on a set of rings before you go over, because I would hate you to get caught out. Yeah. So I, I wasn't saying that they weren't strong enough. I mean, it was none of that. It was just it will help you mentally and you know physically as well if you have a wee bit of technique behind you getting in here. So the the, the, the two guys drove 100 miles from Dublin to my house. Awesome. Uh, the train. I mean, my plan was just to show them the technique and let them do the lifting. Yep. But I couldn't, I couldn't resist it. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so I, I kind of worked in with them, and I, have, I mean, I haven't pulled on the rings for a good while, and I managed to pull the full weight, and it actually felt quite easy. Wow. Uh, but let me say it, put it a different way. It felt less difficult than normal, and I was able to hold them, I think it was about seven or eight seconds, which is longer than I ever held them. You know, uh, it, it yeah. was just a... So I, I do think that the trap bar and the Jefferson lifts and all of that sort of stuff that I've been doing, because, I mean, I haven't been doing ring lifts, so I, I do think that they've helped. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And, and, well, I mean, geez, he walked in. You're not even working on him, but you know something? Real strength never dies either, Stevie. Yeah, it was. It was a nice. It was a lovely moment actually, because Dad was there, and the two guys were there. And I mean, it wasn't that I wanted to show off in front of him. That was not my plan to lift. But we all kind of just got got into the moment, and you know, next thing you know, there's a full weight on the rings, and we're we're all having a go. It was great. Really oh, good yeah. night. Oh yeah. yeah. That, that, if I love adrenaline, I mean, I just, you know, there's nothing like just having the brain light on fire. I, I mean, that's what happens. You know, you're in yeah. this moment, you're in this, like in this vacuum kind, and it's like, you can do no wrong. And I yeah. mean, unless you've experienced this, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you right now, it is euphoria. It's you yeah. think, think of the girl that you or guy, whatever you are. That you've been, that you're in love with. Think about that first kiss ever, where I don't know about you, but I know the first time I kissed a girl that I really liked. I swear to God, I felt like I had electric shock running through my body. It felt so good. It it, it felt like somebody burned a hole in my brain, literally. Um, that's what it feels like when you grab these big lifts. That most people would say, "Oh my God, what are you doing? It'll kill you." You get under it. You get over it. It's on the side, each side of you. It's in front of you, and you're walking it, and you move it like it's nothing. Anybody that knows what I'm talking about will know this because how many times I know I've done things, other people have come here, you have a big bar loaded up, and you squat it, and you're like, I couldn't move that two weeks ago hardly at all. And you know what I always do? I'm like, I better make sure I loaded that right because it came up so easy. Well, guess what? It was loaded right. This is what I'm telling you. When you can get locked into this stuff, you're unstoppable. 
Does it always work that way? No. But life's not supposed to, man. You're supposed to get punched in the face with a piece of cement once in a while. Yeah, we're not robots. I mean, definitely, we're definitely not robots. You yeah. know, they, they, they can't just perform, you know, every single time you can't go out and pick up 750 pounds. That's just, we're just not made that way. But no. what it does do when you do have nights like that, it makes you appreciate it more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Stevie, think about this. I, I'm a big guy about the word preparation. Everything you, I, and everybody else does who's connected in physical culture, we're always preparing. And we don't always hit it the first time, the second time, maybe the 20th time. But number 21, we just shattered a record. Okay? Now we get ready. You savor that, and you get ready for the next big show. And I mean whatever it is you want to do. What a great way to live. What a great thing to experience. What a great way we're talking about here. We're telling people of some of the things that we've experienced. These are things that you need to take with you, folks. These are things you need to have charged in your brain when you're going after a goal. You know, or maybe you want to go meet Stevie and you want to go to the gathering. You want to go after the Denny Stones. Or you want to meet Charlie and do the Ard Blairs. This is what I'm talking about. It comes with a dream. You create that dream, and you start following through, doing the things you need to do. On that note, Stevie, anything else with the lift, or let's let's move right into the gathering if you if you're all set. Yeah, well, there's there's one thing that actually that I've, I've been working with a big fella called Chris McBride from over here, who's going yep. over uh, very soon on, on the 12th of July. He's going over to take the stones on. Yep. Very strong fella, and he's come up. I mean, his weights have gone through the roof now, and he's he's lifting great. So we're actually focusing on. On him holding the stones for as long as he can. Yep. And one of the things that I've been advising him to do, but I've never tried it myself, is when you get to the top of the lift, yeah. is let your breath out. You know, otherwise your 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 head's just going to explode. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've kind of my theory on it was a wee bit like when you're doing like a farmer's walk. Yeah. Is that you keep your core tight so you don't let the breath out completely. Just let it a half out, shallow breaths in your upper chest, and. When I lifted this, the, the, the stuff with the guys the other night, I thought, because it was up and I felt really secure, I thought, I'm going to try this. I had, to, I had a sort of clear head for a change, and yeah. I tried it, and I was doing shallow breaths, and I was actually breathing yeah. and talking, talking to the guys while I had the stones up. That's awesome, so, man. Just That's a wee awesome. tip. If anybody's doing this and they want to lift, it's, it seems to me that when you get up and you get yourself locked, yeah. do, do not hold on to your breath. Let half of it out. But just breathe in the upper part of your chest and keep your core tight. That will allow a bit more oxygen in and it will allow you your, your, to get into your blood and allow you to hold the stones longer. I think it's just it's, it was something I had in my mind. It worked well, for Chris. I tried it myself and it worked. No, I mean, that's a, you know, hey, breath is important. Anything you do. Look, mm-hmm. same thing. Get under a bar. I do um, three breaths. The third one, I sink it. Goodbye. You know, and start blowing right out. Because you want to get the center here as what you can end up doing with your breath. You can get away from even using a lifting belt if you're doing it. Because what it'll do, it'll build a belt around you in time. Um, Very important stuff. I do a lot of things. Uh, Steve and I were talking about this because he's done some work with Wim Hof, who, for anybody that doesn't know, he's the Iceman. And this guy can go in any temperature of water. Um, they've injected him with viruses. His body is so strong, can't even touch him. I believe he almost climbed Mount Everest fully in his shorts. I think he got a frozen retina. That's why he had to stop. 
He's incredible, and he's got a big thing in Poland that I would love to do. Steve's talking about it, where you go and spend time, and I mean, all you're wearing is a pair of shorts, basically. Um, Obviously, it's tempering like crazy. Um, I'm doing that now, cold showering, like tomorrow morning. I went and bought a big bucket at the uh, Lowe's here, Home Depot. Fill that thing right to the top, dump it right over my head. I mean, you want to talk about shock, okay? Now, here when Stevie was talking about the breathing, one of the things Wim talks about, especially before you get into the cold water, and before you do this, make sure you're not dizzy, all right? But what you're going to do is you're going to lay down. I usually lay on my back, and I'll do 30 to 50 deep breaths in and out, in and out, in and out. Now, until you get really used to this, you're going to get very lightheaded at first, so I would do this with caution. But let me tell you, I'm under almost the entire cold water now. I've built up to five minutes straight with it. Wow. Um, I will tell you this. There's a whole different concentration level in me, and the body feels good. Now, I was telling Stevie, a little dinged up in the hip, a um, little bit in the elbow. That was on the arm that I had to have fixed. It's like anything. It'll go away. I got to go to my chiropractor, you know, get lined back up. But you've got one of the things that when we talk about here that you got to expect is no matter how good of a lifter are, you're going to get dinged up. So you're going to have to deal with it. Well, the cold weather, big time, I use a stim machine, a lot of different things. We talked about, obviously, anybody thinks they can go 100% all the times out of their mind. You know, we go back and reference uh, – York Barbell with Dr. Ziegler and people like, um, um, geez, now um, Bill March. You know, these guys weren't going 100%. They are saying he might go 99 for the next two workouts. He'd run his weights at 50, which must have felt like nothing. But what it's doing is it is healing, but it's also allowing the body to work at another level. And the mind, as we all know, needs that level like that. You cannot take that brain of yours and light it on fire like that, training, workout after workout. Maybe you get away with it for three workouts. But then what ends up happening? "Eh, I feel a little sluggish today. The weights go down a little bit. By the sixth or seventh workout, you've hit the wall. I'm not a big believer in overtraining. What ends up happening is... You just go too far. You got to back it off. If it gets that bad, then you do have to take time off. But you got to learn how to do this. But Stevie, the next thing is obviously yeah. let's get into the gathering. I know we've got some new modalities this year. I don't know how much you can get into that, but give us a little bit. Give us a little taste of what what we're going to see here in August. I think this year's gathering is going to going to be something else. I think it's I think it's going to change. Change the, the whole essence of, 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 of the event, and I think it's hopefully it's going to take it to another level. Okay. But, but my thoughts were the very first time we did it, I just wanted to bring guys like my dad and Jim Splain and David Webster, you know, all the guys who've done it in the past, bring them together and, and say hello and share stories and, you know, just meet each other. And it's just like a social thing when anybody wanted to lift the stones, go ahead. But yep. it was more just that, that kind of bringing everybody together, you know, face to face to say hello. Because they all knew about each other and they've read about each other over the years, but probably never met. And it was lovely. It worked an absolute treat. And we had things like 
Brian and Mark, you know, carrying the stones across the bridge and stuff. That was a really, really good event. Yeah. The, the second event was was different in that it was more about bringing new people on and, you know, Donald Denny Day, and which was David Webster's dream, we're trying to bring that to life for him. You know, and, and it was, I mean, last year was unbelievable. You've seen what happened with Lee Holland Kane and, sure. you know, Josh Griller Brown had a, had a great stab at carrying the stones across the bridge. I mean, even with, with the Ardbrear stones, I mean, I think it was like, there was a thing on, on uh, Visit Scotland, 200 million views of Andrew Kearney. Yeah. The Ardbrear stones, 200 million. That's unbelievable. Yep. <laughs> so the, the, the event went, definitely went to another level last year. But what, what I kind of felt this year was we had something in the region of 32 lifters taking the stones on between the, the, the carry attempts and, and all the lifting that went on with, with what Lee did, etc. But I, I kind of felt that if we, if we repeat that formula this year, it's as good as it is for us who, who love the stones, you know, to have a, uh, another procession of lifters because it's going to be a big deal for them, but I'm not entirely sure that those coming to watch yep. that I, I can maintain that for maybe maybe this year it might, might might work, but I think over time it's going to die off. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself, how how do you take it up a notch, and how do you how do you maintain interest or even grow interest in, in the thing? So one of the things that I've kind of struck me was that we should maybe run some sort of a games at it. So I've, I've kind of introduced the Donald Denny games this year. Yep. Uh, we have nine athletes selected for it and the, the nine athletes for me are guys who have promoted stone lifting and have lifted the Denny's that's kind of was kind of two of the, the kind of criteria that I wanted to have in my mind now it, it's not an exhaustive list these guys aren't the only guys doing that but they're the ones it was, it's hard to kind of draw a line on but I had to draw a line somewhere so I have nine great athletes I have four events uh, event one will be and the, the events are all related to Donald Denny. I mean, there would be things that he either did do or would do. Okay. Uh, event one is uh, the nickel carry stones, the nickel walking stones. They're about 500 and 560 pounds-ish. Uh, so very similar to Denny's. You know, obviously, they're, they're a bit lighter. Yep. But I think they're, they're, they're of a weight where the guys can pick them up and they can walk a certain distance with them, but they're still heavy. I you love know, it. So it's, there's going to be a great competition there. So it's basically pick them up side by side, walk as far as you can, set them down, and we'll measure the distance furthest wins. There it is, you know. So event one, I'll be running that in a kind of like, a, like an alphabetical order because yep. obviously I don't want to make any distinction between guys. Sure. So and after that, obviously whoever comes first goes last in the next one, you know, and we'll, we'll run the order out according to the points. Yep. Uh, event two is. I'm going to call it the Belogi Stone event. And what it is, it's very, it's a stone similar to the Inverstone. Okay. Now, the Inverstone being a historic stone, I didn't want to introduce it as, as the subject of a competition because I don't think that historic stones are a competition matter. Yeah. So we, we've got a stone. It's just a stone that Brett Nickel has found. It's about 123 kilos, thereabouts, okay. with the same sort of weight as the Inverstone. Yep. And what we're going to do is, it's called a Belogi Stone because it's on Belogi Estate. Yep. And the guys have 75 seconds to accumulate as many points as they can. Now, what they have to do is, if they pick the stone up off the ground and, and put the wind under it, that's two points. Wow. If they, can, if they lap the stone, that's four points. If they stand up, it's six. On the wow. shoulder, press it, that's 16. Woo! But in, in between efforts, they must take their hands off the stone. So they must set it down. They can't drop it or there's no points. Yep. Because with, with historic stone lifting as well, it's all about, you know, 
if you get the stones at the top, you shouldn't be throwing it on the ground. You know, nope. everybody likes you to kind of set it back down again with respect. So if they pick it up, say they say they stand up with a stone, well, they have to set the stone down, take their hands away, and then they go again. So it's, there's a bit of strategy in this one, you know, because they're going to have to try to work out in their head, do I go for loads of just pick the stone up and set it down, or do I stand up with it twice, or do I press it twice, you know, there's all of those options open to them. So whoever gathers the most points within 75 seconds, yep. and they, they get the, the nine points for, for, for first place and, and so on. So that's an exciting one. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> um, that's nice. Uh, event three we will have, it's called uh, Steam Tossing. And it's it's an old Viking millstone. Weighs about 16 kilos, which is 32, about 35 pounds. Yep. And it's they're, they're going to have to throw it as far as they can. Love it. No, they get th- they get three throws each. Yep. Uh, they can put, they can like use two hands to kind of push it out. They can use one hand like a shot put. Yep. They can throw it back over their head. The only thing I can't allow them to do is to do any kind of rotation because there's obviously been an audience there, and I, I don't want to risk hurting anybody. Right. But any kind of a push or you know th- throwing technique, and again they get three of it. They get three goes furthest wins. So it's, it's a very simple thing. I mean, obviously, Donald Denny would have done that, and Donald Denny was named after the, the Inverstone story with his dad. So these yeah. are all related. To Donald, and Event 4 has to be the Ardbear Stones. Oh, wow. What a way to finish a competition, you wow. know, because yeah. well, there's such a great challenge, and all of these guys, are, they're so strong. And I mean, they, I think this is just right up their street, and it's a natural challenge as well. You know, I love it. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. You know, when you talk about throwing the 35-pounder, Think about, though, the two events prior to that. That's what I mean. Now you're going to get to see the best-conditioned athlete. You're going to see ones that are better than one thing or the other. I like the the second event, though. I like what you did with that where you've got to take your hands fully off it before you start again. That right there is what I call – obviously, it's different, but that's like how we do with dead stop training. It's like you lift it. You put it down, and you restart it again. You don't try to get under the bar and whack another rep out of it because that's not how this stuff works. Yeah, yeah. you got four killer events there, man. Now, all right, after they're done with that and obviously the Denny Stones and um, the Art Blairs, is there anything else that comes after that, uh, Stevie? No, well, what, what we're going to do, I mean, to, to make this is obviously to, to add a new dimension to the games, but we're going to we're going to sort of mix that in with with uh, groups of Denny Stone lifters then, because we still have to feature the stones. So we're going to have the the, the big trailer for, for the, with the stones on them. Yep. We're going to create like a goat pen for all of those those events. So if, if, I mean, I'll say, it'll start off with the, the the first set of Denny Stone lifters will be four. Yep. And then we'll have then we'll move to the, the event one of the Denny games. Yep. Then another four lifters of the stones to give the athletes time to recover. And yep. then in the event two, and then so forth. We'll just mix it back and forward. Yep. And amongst that, we're going to have an Inverstone display with Martin and Jimmy Gorian. Okay. We're going to have, you know, guys can then sort of take on the Inverstone, you know, yep. once that play's finished. Yeah. Hopefully, David Webster will do a presentation for me on Donald Denny, a wee bit of historic stuff on him. Nice. You know, so it's just to keep sort of plenty of things to keep everybody, everybody interested. Now, Douglas, I know, is going to be there this year, so... I've, I've said to him, come along, take photographs, interview people, you know, video, do whatever you want, you know, for, for M&M, because, I mean, you guys have supported us so well. Yep. You know, well, since you want, I mean, it's the least well, we can do to have something back. Yeah, well, and Douglas told me he had spoken with you. Douglas Graham will be um, representing Motivation and Muscle yeah. this year. And um, 
I believe a friend of his is going to, he's more of a professional photographer. So um, we'd like to get everybody we can involved. We will put anything that you um, interview with Douglas on etched in stone and everywhere else. So, um, you know, we, we want to be a big part of this because Stevie's been a, a great, great friend to me in the show and we promote everything we can for stone lifting. And I know that Eminem has done a ton of stuff for everything, not only stone lifting. And we're very happy to be part of it again. And we get Douglas out there and get him talking to everybody. Because as you and I talked, you know, about Annika and Tattoo and all that. Now, these are two uh, very strong people out of Finland. Um, I can't wait to see what she pulls off here because as i said to stevie yeah. I, I don't i don't see any straps on that girl um she's gonna yeah. she's brutal um and one other thing too um now what was i gonna ask you there's something that was on my mind ah it'll come back to me ah i can't Just believe a, that i mean one of the things that this is, is gonna be a feature this year i mean it, yeah. it, it, it doesn't oh my goodness so that's my phone <laughs> That's all right. We got a little music in the background, folks. With <laughs> <laughs> that, right? That's the way. Uh, yes, one of the things about this this year, there's there's a number of ladies have contacted me. Yeah. Uh, very strong ladies, you know, who who want to come along and take on the stones this year at the gathering. Which, you know, I mean, obviously, I still have to confirm everybody's attendance and stuff. So, I mean, I, I don't want to get give out names and then they're not they're not able to make it for whatever reason. But oh, cool, yeah, cool. That's a whole new dimension. All of a sudden, we have, you know, ladies now being. An integral part of the gathering, which yeah. is what which is what I wanted from the start. You know, that's why you know I made the suggestion that we allow ladies for now to use straps, and it has worked. And hopefully now in time, then ladies will come along and lift them without straps, and then everybody's lifting on a par with everybody. And m- maybe even in time, we can have you know the the, the Donald Denny games. There'll be a ladies section and there'll be a men's section. And this is all just thinking ahead, trying to grow and develop this. You know, it's it's baby steps at this stage, but. I, I just want this to be the biggest stone lifting thing in the planet. Oh, there's no doubt about it, man. I mean, you and I have talked in the past about this. We see what's going on and even the young age groups that are being affected by this, whether they're starting with small stones. Like we know, I believe the Art Blairs start at 30 pounds, I want to say. I could be miss. I believe they're 30 to 335, I want to say, but... I yeah, could, yeah. The, the smallest ones, I think it's 18 kilos on the smallest. Though. Okay, okay. Oh, but the point of the matter is there is definitely a hunger for this. The, the thing is, Stevie is promoting this now in a way where anybody can come and bear witness to it. And when you have things that are lighter, you know, you get kids interested like Charlie does with the uh, Art Blair Stones. Um it, you know, let's face it, Stevie, strength, no matter whether you want to be part of it, where I mean with what we like to do or not, I believe strength is always very interesting to most people. The problem is, and this is what I've seen, is too much of this stuff has been misrepresented. Um, a lot of people that are not very good are out you know, shilling it all over, which, you know, you look at some of the stuff that's being done, I wouldn't want anybody doing any of that. And thirdly, let's face it, a lot of the perception of what we do, most people think, you know, there's something wrong with these people. Well, there's not. 
And if you look at physical culture, the bare bones of it, Steve and I talked about goals, talked about success, talked about working real hard towards your dream and getting smashed in the face, like I said, with a block of concrete and getting back up, having injuries, overcoming them. You know, we go through all kinds of things. It could be relationships, your business. There's so many variables in everything we do and what we enjoy to do, and that goes with other life too. But the thing I always see about people that are truly dedicated to physical culture is this. No matter what, they're coming. They're coming. It might not be today. might not be tomorrow. It might not be next year. But the following year, everybody's like, who is this? Well, what you didn't see was the 15 years prior to this where I broke myself in pieces literally to get here put myself back together again in every form, and now I'm a champion. That's the difference between what we do and I feel everything out there. Go ahead and comment on that, brother. Well, like I said, so there, there, there's, there, there, there is so much going on at the minute. With uh, I, One of the things that I've noticed, particularly in the past 12 months, is how much of an increase in, in interest in the yeah. stone. I'm not just talking about the Denny Stones, just the Stones in general. They feature everywhere. Yeah. You know, there, there's new documentaries coming out now. People are out traveling around doing stone tours. I mean, I know Martin's doing loads of stuff. James Graham's doing loads of stuff. Yep. I've, I've had so many people contact me, not just to make an appointment, but to even start the process. Yep. Training for the Denny's. It's, it's amazing to see how, how much this is going on. I, you know, one of the things when I set up the, the, the Denny Stone website and, and you know, wanted to kind of put something in place to allow guys to come and lift the Denny Stones. I mean, obviously, man, I'm only going to be able to do it for so long myself, but what I want to do is I want to leave it better than I find it. Yeah, definitely. I do think that we've made good progress. And I say we because it's not just me. I mean, there's there's all of the, the, the team at the Logie Estate. There's Brett Nickel. There's Jim Splain. You know, and there's all of the lifters themselves. We're all getting involved and helping each other and you know, every, I mean, guys like Mark Haydock are, are pushing world records now with, with, with the holes. Yep. Uh, I mean, Mark's offering training for guys now to the stuff. I mean, Brett's training guys. You know, it's, it's, it's great. We're in such a good place with everything. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you guys have done a phenomenal job. But, you know, it's like everything. It takes work and okay. dedication. And there's going to be a lot of people coming here that don't have a clue to what the hell this is even about. But... The great thing is you captivated their mind to come to you and say, okay, what can I do here to start, you know, getting involved? You know, what do I have to start lifting? What do I have to do basic movements if I haven't done them, et cetera, et cetera. And it all goes into what we were talking about, the driving element. I'll say from my perspective, you know, when you listen to Stevie and you know his background, you know his family background, you know, it's got to do Jim Splain and your dad, David Webster, those guys have got to be in heaven when they see what the hell is transpiring in front of them. And when I talk about the driving element, it's that force within you, I just said this a little while ago, no matter what the odds are, no matter how many people tell you you'll never do it, no matter how many things happen to you, whether it's injury, job loss, you lose your wife, your kid, whatever, there's something about a lifter that is like nothing I've ever witnessed in my life. And I'll tell you what it is. The ones that really understand it, 
I mean, live it. Breathe it. They bleed for it. All right? It's a whole different element. It's a whole different driving element. Because there's no way, you know, you look at Denny Stone, so who's the foul stone? Inver. You look at that big stone tour Ryan Stewart just did in Sweden, which he'll be on here in the next few weeks, too. I look forward to that. Brian's a great oh, guy. Wait great you, yeah, he, he and Nick are going to do a three-way show, Stevie. Uh, the guy that went with him, he's in Vegas, so we'll go the three different routes. Um, but this is the difference. See, we don't know the word no. We don't take no for an answer. We always find a way, or like you hear Stevie talking with Mark Haydock or Brett. These gentlemen now are sharing their ideas and picking each other's brains and bearing witness to their achievement. This is when I talk about the driving element. Well, what is it? To me, it's not only the love for what you do, but it's that decision where nothing, and I mean nothing, is going to stop me. And when you live your life like that, you cannot have anything but success in your life. And that's not only in the weight room or the stone yard or going to, you know, lift Denny stones, gatherings, whatever. Okay? Art Blair stones, whatever we want to do. Inverse, Husafels, whatever. But if you look at these gentlemen and ladies, you look at them. I look at people. I study people. Look at their eyes. Look at them facially. Look the way they carry themselves when they walk in. Most of all, two things. As my pop always said, if they can't look you in the eye, you don't. You need to turn around and go the other way or just excuse yourself. And second of all, listen to how they convey their speech to you. Most successful men and women, yeah, they could be very animated, like I said, very adrenalized, the language, whatever, at times. But the majority of them, when you sit down and talk to them like Douglas did last year at the gathering, they're different. You know, they're out on the field ripping shit off the ground and going bananas. You sit down with them, you almost think they're civilized, but they're not. Because if any of us become civilized, we're finished. Even though you can have, you know, Stevie's married, he's a maniac on the drums, all that. But Stevie could sit at a table with people and probably be the most genteel guy you've ever met. But here's the thing I always say about me, you know, because you know my reference to the Hulk. That gamma is always pulsing in me. So I'm sitting here talking to Stevie. We're having a great conversation. We're animated. We're inspiring. We're going nuts. Okay? Oh, yeah. But if we have to rise to the occasion and we're in the element we need to be in, then you might say, wow, I never knew these guys like this. Well, it's a different world. It's a different picture. It's a different feel. I love that feel. I tell people, unless you go out and do this stuff, you'll never know how good it feels. Well, what about when you fail? I don't care. I don't mind failing. I'm not afraid of failure. I'm not afraid of it at all. I'm going to come back the next time and kick your teeth in. All right? If you live your life like that, no matter what happens, I promise you, folks, you won't be stuck in a shit 9-to-5 job you don't want to be in. You won't be in a relationship 
which means nothing to you. And when you get up in the morning, you will be saying, I am a winner, I am a champion, unstoppable. It's all yours, brother. You know, you're talking about what what motivates you and, and brings out that that inner strength that you have. Yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, it's all, all my years banging drums. I mean, it, it really is. It's, it's a very basic sort of primal tribal thing inside me. Yep. But I, I always remember Dad when he lifted very calm. Very, very calm. He over, there was none of this. He never growled or yeah. kicked the ground or, you know, acted the way I get on at all. He just calmly walked up the stone, stood over them. And just picked them up, you yep. know. So it, it's 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 strange because it's one of the things that I, I I try and teach kids when I'm teaching them to play the drums is not just how to play the drums, but how to the top end of the performer inside you as well. Yep. And I think I think that applies to lifting weights too, because you know if you're if you're on the stage at the gathering, yes, it's a very personal thing. You want to lift the stones, but the, the, there's a crowd there. There's an energy all around you, and I remember at the Arnold's, you know, I was uh, I don't think I've ever been as afraid in my life. Yeah. When I stood on the stage with Bill Casmer and Mark Henry and, you know, all the 10,000 people standing looking at me wanting to pick up these stones. But I, I, subconsciously, I tapped into the strength of the audience as yeah. well as my inner, yeah. inner madness, you know. And it's different people have different ways of doing it. For me, it's, I just need to feel that adrenaline and get that rush and that aggression. You know, like you want to stick your head through a brick wall. You know, that really is where I need to be. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. guys like that, completely opposite, you know. Mr. Calm, just stand, just stand up and do it. Like Mark Felix that day with, at the Arnold's, he just calmly came over, picked the stones up. Yep. You know, all very matter of fact, but super strong. You know what you know, it is, though, so too, Stevie? It's like, you know how we always talk about, like, rehearsal, getting ready for everything. You know, they like to talk about being a visionary, all that. Um, I don't know. I, I can go different ways with it, but I... I like to use the emotionally charged where I might not say anything until I'm going to grab something. Then there will be a big bang like that. You know, it could be a verbal. It could be something split second. The lift is made. It's done. But I don't need somebody to be slapping me across the face and shit like that. That's my point. Um, Because I think you waste too much energy doing things like that. It's better to take, you know, we talked about, the abdominal area with breathing, you know, that's all part of lifting anyways. But I like taking and, like, bottling right there what it is and then let it go. It's yes. done. Okay? It's done. I don't need to put a show on. I don't care about any of that. I'm there to lift and be successful, not put the show on, go to grab something, and it doesn't move, and you're like, oh, I'm deflated. I'm done for the day. Uh, that's not, Yeah. That's not my style. I don't. But nope. I, but I will say this: you hit it on the nail on the head. I do like that emotion around you because you know why? Good positive emotion comes through you. That yeah. sets the table for you too. These are all things, folks. The only way you're going to learn them is by doing them. Yeah, and, and you, you have to recognize that in yourself. You have to recognize what it is. Yeah. That makes your switch. And like you say, for you, it's 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 the. Just gathering off the emotion inside you. Some people are just completely calm. Others, yep. for me, are, are a wee bit crazy going into it, you know, for whatever. But just, it's finding what your trigger is. Yep. You know, that's part of the secret of it being a good, a successful lifter too. Yeah. You know, because if I was to do the calm thing that Dad does, I know I cannot tap anywhere near enough strength no. to do what I need to do. 
No, as I say, you got to have that green gamma pulsing through your veins. Um, you have to have that. I like that's why I do this because you know I know the word primal is used way too much for my taste, but you need to take yourself back almost to that reptilian brain that we all have. The reason why you can't contact it is because you got ten yards of shit built on it that you need to get off. That's what I'm doing now. There is the reptilian brain as in an alligator or anything like that, that exists within your subconscious mind, folks. You go out and start tapping into that stuff. You wait and see how big and how much easier everything is going to move through your life. Um, There's an awful lot to this. There's a ton of stuff that I can't wait to get into more and more and more as I keep doing the self-study um, talking to different people, obviously, and obviously using me as my own gym rat. Um, very important stuff. Uh, I know a lot of people don't want to get that analytical or that deep. I do, and I'll tell you why. I believe this is all the evolution of me. I always say to everybody, and I'm going to give this right back to Stevie, is this. Besides Jimmy which I don't mean this in any negative way at all. Jimmy obviously was the biggest godsend to the Fiorello family. But losing Jimmy changed me forever. Watching Jimmy changed me forever. Still holding on to Jimmy is what I do right now. I hold on to him just like he's in front of me and I'm giving him a bear hug. Yeah, and, and I told Steve, I've told other people, I ask every day, what would my brother be doing? Would he be married? Would he be even living in New York? I have no idea. But Jimmy created the Hulk. The Hulk, rest assured, and made me have the confidence that I would never get muscular dystrophy and die from it. And yeah. all these years from that comic book and from my brother Jimmy... Here I sit today with Stevie Shanks, the honor of having him on here. And for anybody that doesn't know, Eminem and FBC are all dedicated to Jimmy, and they're all here because of Jimmy. I'm not saying I haven't done the work and that I, I will work myself right into the, into the ground at some, at some point in my life. But let me tell you something. When you have a catalyst staring at you, I'm looking at Jimmy right now. He's staring me framed with a hulk to the left side. In my face every time I'm doing stuff here. You know why? It's a reminder, Eric, and everybody out there, listen to me. Never give up on yourself. Even if the last person you love told you to shove off, you're never going to make it. Blah, 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 blah. Never, ever give up on yourself. Stevie, summarize everything. Take your time. Anything you want to do, give out the websites, anything yet. Take your time. Just lay it out, brother. Well, I think that the big thing for me now is to get some sleep for tomorrow because it's a big day for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. Really looking forward to tomorrow. So it's been a, a wee personal dream of mine to, to do this. So, uh, I mean, at, at the very least, we're going to have a lovely day. Heather's going to be there. My mum and dad are going to be there. My kid brother's coming up. Great. I don't get to see very often. So we're going to have a great family day and a great bit of fun. And after that, I mean, I have most of my work done for the gathering. I just I need to contact some lifters now and just sort of start confirming the, the last few spots yep. uh, that are available. And after that, it's it's full steam ahead for the next eight weeks to get to get this show on the road, which yeah. I am 
yeah. really excited about this year because I'm not going to lift at it this year. Right. And the reason for that is I'm going to go with the knowledge that I can. Yep. I'll probably the day before I go away, I'll pull the full weight of the stones just to know that I'm capable of it. You <laughs> are. Yep. On a day like that, there is so much going on yep. in your head. I, I don't want to distract you know, for, from, from making the event as, as, as good as it can be by by taking part in the lift. And I think that that's, I've done that now, and it's, it's, it's for, it's, it's, it's the other guys, it's their day, it's their time. Yeah. And I want to make that as best a day for them as I, and the people watching as I can. Yep. And not only that, Steve, you, you, you've started a tradition now, and the idea, like you said early on in the show, is to make this bigger and better and let the whole world know we're here. We're knocking on the universal door. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you're competing, you can't be doing that, too. You know that. So, no, go ahead. Take it away. I didn't mean to interrupt. One final thing, which is one I just want to thank uh, Andy Kearney for his, for his kind offer of sponsorship. Andy and uh, OBC are going to be sponsoring the T-shirts for the athletes this year. Okay. So I just wanted to name check Andy and thank him very much for supporting this. And I'm just excited about everything. <laughs> well, you know what? I hope, too, if you get time, I hope you'll sit down with Douglas or just talk to him a little bit. I'd love to have you on here. Yeah, yeah, of course. Absolutely, yeah. He's very welcome. You're all very welcome. Yeah, I, I, I would love to be standing side by side with you, man. Only I'd be competing. But um, it, it, it's just a great thing you're doing. There's so many people connected and their heart's in the right place. You can't fail when you're thinking on these terms, brother. Well, the connection's amazing. So it is. I mean, the the, the the things that have happened at the gathering, way outside of, of, of what I'm, my input, and the things that have happened and spun off from it, you know, people meeting each other for the first time, and you just, money couldn't buy that. That's just priceless. No. Nope. Nope. You know, to see the brotherhood growing on it, that's lovely. I'm, I'm delighted to be part of it. Yeah, but you know what else, too, Stevie? You know, you're a personable guy, and uh, you're going to garner that personable way about you um you know as i say um if you're authentic people are going to flock to you and i always say like with eminem they'll always say that right now there's just not enough people well there's plenty of people that know about us but we just haven't gotten everybody we will but you keep marching on you keep marching on and these are these are things, these are qualities, uh, in my opinion, you don't hear about a lot anymore. You know, let's give up, forget it, we gave it a try. You'd never come to my camp and say that I would ceremoniously boot you right out. Goodbye. Um, it's very important to have people that really want to be there, really want to do things, and obviously you want to see things grow, you know. The gathering's a brand, just like Eminem, FBC. It's a it's a a part of something that's been created, that needs to get out there, that is very worthy, that has so much history behind it, and this is the way it is. And you zig and zag at times, but the formula is there. It's in concrete, and people that can make decisions, as yourself and myself and so many others is we make a decision and we become very slow to change it. That's success. Anything else, brother? Lay it out. No, final thing. Just want to thank Charlie for coming along again with the Arbor Stones. Uh, I mean, they, they, have, they have added such a huge dimension because it's not only the fact that they're going to be part of the Denny Games this year, but it allows sort of members of the public, people who are spectating, yep. to actually take part in this at a level where they're not going to hurt themselves, but they get a feel for what, 
you know, it gives an appreciation of just how strong some of these guys are yep. when they're pulling like a, a 30 or 40 kilogram stone, putting it on a barrel. You know, it's, it's they get that, that this is real and this is real strength. And these guys who are competing and who are lifting this year, for me, they're the best of the best. Um, Stevie, one other thing. Give everybody the date of the gathering and where the gathering is uh, taking place, sir. Sure. The, the gathering will always be the day after the uh, the Aboyne Highland Games, which is always on the first Saturday of August. Yep. So I'm always going to be on the first Saturday or the first Sunday of August. Uh, it means anybody coming from, say, Australia or America or from abroad anywhere in Europe, it means that they're, that they're not coming over for just my event. I mean, they can go to the Highland Games. They can come to my event. They can go and lift stones in the area. It kind of it makes it it kind of facilitates a good full weekend. Yeah. For everybody. So it's uh, this year's Sunday the fourth of August. Beautiful. And it, it's in Petark, which is Royal D side, which is probably about twenty five miles sort of west of of Aberdeen. So yep. you fly on the Aberdeen and drive into Brigadoon, and and you're there. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so yeah. awesome. Um, you got you got anything else, brother? No, that's 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 that, that's a, that's a good lot we covered today. Oh yeah, uh, we got some good info out there. All right, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio twenty four seven. Go out to um, FiorellaBarbellCo.com, winners and champions. That is our premier product. Also, too, um, go out to Fiorella Barbell Co. and click Prosperity Consciousness. That's twenty five fifty and one hundred dollars, which goes right to my PayPal account and goes right into the business here. That's all we do with it. Also, too, go out to MotivationMuscle.com uh, slash category slash podcast. This show today is, what, Friday, Sunday, Monday morning at the latest, but it will be up within the next 48 hours. I want to get this up, especially with the gathering coming, and we'll get Stevie in here before the actual gathering because in case anything news happened, but we want to push this out here, obviously, and other things. Um, I'm trying to think um, – uh, let's see. Uh, if there's a show you like Stevie and I to do, go out to um, Fiorella Barbell at nightcap.r.com. I also said you can get our shows out on motivationandmuscle.com. Don't forget, too, to sign up for our free newsletter on motivationmuscle.com. Also, too, as I said, invest in advertising here. It's very reasonable. I will work hard and diligent for you. And the same thing here. Let's make each each other some money here. Because without money, you can't do all the big things we talk about here, no matter what anybody tells you. You need to have currency to survive. Remember that. Also, too, uh, YouTube, uh, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Um, and as I said, uh, if someone seeks you out in the concrete jungle or the gym, Never be afraid to give them five words to inspire. Also, we are on iTunes and Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through. So use your strength in another way, too. It, it, it's, it, you'll feel better than ever, believe me. Also, too, um, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, Squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And our pal Paul Thor loves that. And he'll send me a note and we'll always put that in it. Paul, you're as I told Stevie, great guy. We're glad to have you in the family here. Um, and we're hoping one of these days you're running the Gary Taylor and we can get him on here. 
So if Gary Taylor of Wales, if you listen to Eminem, you can get a hold of me right through Facebook. I would love to bring you in here. What an honor that would be. Also, too, um, the Hoosa Steel Crusher Stone says in Blood Red Domination, we are domination. We clear-cut the path. We don't follow anyone's. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave, higher and wider every day, brother. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, who's like a father figure to me because my pop had passed away long before I met John, but he was the greatest chiropractor I've ever gone to. He would walk every patient to the door no matter how busy he was, and he would say, keep smiling. Say that to yourself. I'm telling you, you will smile from ear to ear. John was magnificent. What a great man. Also, too. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Join us. Be part of us for the next 30 years. You need us. We need you. And before I sign off with Stevie, you're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. You've got to think on those lines all the time, folks. Change your thinking. As my, as Frank Klein, my professor, said in college, he called that stinking thinking. Get rid of it. I mean that. Stevie, what a show, brother. Um, I can't commend you enough. You work hard and you do some great work. As I said, Jim and your dad, among others, must be very, very proud of what you're doing. So thank you for being on, brother. Thank you for having me, Eric. It's been a pleasure as always, mate. Uh, you're always welcome here, brother. Anytime. Also, too... When you're successful tomorrow, got some film. I'd love you to put it up on Etched in Stone and for kids, too. Uh, kids need to see this stuff. So if you have time, I'd appreciate that. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that's it. Um, before I sign off with Stevie, remember, life, the world, is asking something from you, and you can ask from it. But you know something? It feels damn good to go out and do something good. You will be rewarded. I promise you that. But you have to start thinking on these lines. So you know what? Go out and attack what you want to do. Grab it as my father, like the bull by the horns, and do it. This is all stuff that works perfectly. You got to get in there, though, and get dirty. Get bloody. You got to go and do it. When you get that mentality, what happens? Win, win, win. So... For Stevie Shanks, this is Eric Fiorello. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thanks for listening. As I said, the show will be up no later than Monday morning. Stevie, we wish you, I'm not going to say the best or whatever, good luck, because I know that you've got the fire in your whole body. That brain will be lit, and those vehicles will be coming off the ground. So we're all pulling for Stevie, and we will talk to him soon. I can't wait to get his uh reflections on all this um so as i said for stevie shanks eric fiorello we will talk to you soon have a great weekend everybody and lift something heavy see you everyone thanks so much for listening to motivation and muscle the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn we'll We'll see see you next time. time